0: Hey, welcome to episode four of my first anime, Continuing with Cowboy Bebop, I'm Chris Bailey. I'm Salvador Sanchez, known as
1: Monkey. And I'm Anthony Vaughn.
0: So we are going to be picking up on Session 9, Jamming with Edward, another Rolling Stones reference. Someone very much likes the Rolling Stones. Uh, Written by Dai Soto, who the only other big credit I could find for him is he is apparently doing the Altered Carbon anime. That is coming out later this year at the time of this recording, I believe.
1: And that's also a live action already, right?
0: Yes, there is a. there are two seasons on Netflix.
1: Gotcha, because I'm pretty sure it's in my queue, yeah.
0: I've heard it's not very good. Oh, no. it's really random. I feel like I'd just read the book instead if I really care.
1: That's fair. But on to Edward.
0: But yeah, so this is our introduction to Edward Wong, How Peppaloo Tversky IV. Oh
2: my <laughs> gosh, I can't, you, I can't believe you have that. I, I was going Of course, I have. Not. I was gonna write down the name, and then he, and then she said it, and I was just like, "Nope, not doing it. I'm not writing down the name."
0: Um,
2: I, I'm like, hopefully Owens is able to keep. Uh, always, I was hope. That's how you
0: host, baby. Yeah, I was hoping Owens <laughs> would write it down, and he did. Thank you. Of course, that's <laughs> what I'm here for. Uh, voiced by Aoi Tada in the Japanese, who is apparently. Just a singer, I guess. Not really a voice actress. And in the English, Melissa Fawn, who is Gaz from Invaders Zim. Really? Tachikomas <laughs> from Ghost in the Shell. And Rika Nonoka from One of the Digimons. Oh,
2: Digimon 3 tamos Hell yeah. I fucking I love that. I think so, yeah. That's great. I remember that. Uh, give me some Rinne action. Hell yeah
0: sure man hey hey i love digimon it.
2: 3 tame was it was so good it was almost as good as the first digimon <laughs> almost Wait. hey you gotta tell it like this like i said i'm an anime guy and i fucking love digimon
0: and digimon 3 <laughs> awesome yeah only the uh finest connoisseurs appreciate digimon come on dude the fact that digimon lost to <laughs> lost the
2: pokemon battle i'm so salty Digimon sort of won. Digimon was a lot better than Pokemon. You heard that, you guys? Pokemon only got games, okay? Games, Pokemon is good at. The fucking anime, garbage. Who the fuck is Ash Ketchum? Somebody who can't win shit.
0: Yeah, so... <laughs> After that tangent, let's get on to Kaboobiebop. No, I really want to dive into this Digimon versus Pokemon. <laughs> debate. Sounds oh, God. Cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Please check out our it's, sister um... podcast, which is better? <laughs>
0: I will never ever participate in that discussion. Yeah, but you know, Digimon wins.
1: <sighs> Cowboy be bummed? So three, two, one. Let's jam.
2: <laughs> let's jam.
0: Uh, I think we open straight up on the uh, the the hell to hell nine thousand. Yeah, basically the big red eye. That's like the first shot, right? Yes. Which is obviously a 2001 Space Odyssey reference. Yeah, something I never watched. we will watched. get more of in this show. Um, I, I don't call out the um, <laughs> all the guest roles because that would be too much. And this is going to be nothing to either of you, but I'm very proud of myself. Because <laughs> M.P.U., the robot, I knew he sounded familiar, so I looked him up. And I am probably terrible at identifying Japanese voice actors but he's actually Giliath Osborne from Trails of Cold Steel and Sojiro Sakura from Persona 5, and I somehow managed to recognize him <laughs> doing a computer voice, so I'm just proud of myself. Oh, wow. Um. So we have MPU. He's making his laser carvings, which is, again, a fairly obvious reference to, like, crop circles and those dust carvings or whatever the fuck. Um... But this leads us up into seeing Ed for the first time.
2: Are you bringing one major important character before Ed? Ooh, who's that? Orth. <laughs> yeah, Earth we. is a character. We we finally get to see what happened to Orth. Episode nine. It took so long for us to know about Orth. I mean, we re- we went to Mars. We went to um, was it Uranus too? What's the planet with the uh, fucked um, up um, voices? We always
1: go to Uranus.
2: Oh, funny joke, Anthony. I'm glad you're here.
1: Thank Just you. Uh, my uh, uh,
2: comedy specials like will be
0: <laughs> <laughs> some, some uh, Zoo Crew-style soundboard there. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, we, we we went to different planets we ha- and uh, satellite systems, but we have not visited Earth. And this is the first time they'll uh,
0: talk about Earth and what has happened to it. Well, it's not the first time it's been referenced. It's the first time we see it, though. Yeah.
1: So <clears throat> it's Yuri Kellerman, right? Mm-hmm. And I forgot the other dude's name. Tom Biles? Does that, does that sound familiar? I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ein's watching the television. It's just like a cut to what's going on. Anyway, the only thing. I, Yuri Kellerman sounds dead ass like Dr. Engine from Crash Bandicoot. I- <laughs> Can you confirm?
0: <laughs> uh, I will do my best, but let me get you guys. So here's what I want to throw to you. First of all, I'll just say I going forward but starting in this episode I love ed, like the interface and the visualization of eds like computer shit I think it's all really stupid but in a fun way
1: Also is ed fucking timo?
0: No, we talked about this. No. <laughs> okay. As far as we know ed is not timo. Um for and for better or worse, I guess you are now introduced to the most anime part of cowboy bebop in ed like she is the closest thing to a traditional or not traditional but like she's the most anime ass anime character in the show with like the over-the-top kind of zaniness the kind of random sense of humor the really animated uh facial expressions and body movements which cowboy bebop is for the most part devoid of but is extremely prevalent in 90% of trash anime, or most anime, I guess. And in a way, you know, it's kind of introducing you to the anime sense of humor, which is something I'm not usually on board with. So I want... Uh, you don't have to keep a constraint to the beginning of the episode. I just want your th- impressions of Ed.
1: Yeah, so they introduce, like, them as these new breed of hackers, right? Uh, supposedly, like, more radical or whatever, because they are, they're stuck underground, but they still want to be connected, which honestly sounds like some Earth shit. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, I don't have any, like, any really fresh takes on it. I don't think. Like, in terms of impression, it makes sense. That's the only thing that I could see missing, you know, as character, in terms of, like, basic story structures, is kind of the zany part, right? Because we got the space dad, we got the cool guy, we got the girl, and now we got, like, the zany girl.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess that balance isn't exclusive to anime. Go watch any, like, Pixar movie. There's the made-for-kids comic relief character. Yes. (laughs) Who's just can be endearing but also kind of annoying <laughs> which is why i guess i'm uh, i do you do you
1: like ed so far uh so far yeah okay. i really like it okay absolutely yeah i think so- it's interesting like it that that character is the hacker you know what i mean that
0: mm-hmm. character
1: type i think that's gonna be the interesting part to watch is watching the person who's supposed to you know be that click clack guy under a lot of stress be like the the one that's the wonderful idiot you know
0: yeah um and just before we get too far removed from it it's interesting because ed was originally a girl i mean a boy but they wanted to balance it out so they switched ed to a girl
1: in terms of like story structure or is the store or the guys at bebop
0: yeah it was a, so the bebop would have been three guys and Faye.
1: Gotcha.
0: But they changed it to be two and two.
2: I like that a lot, actually. I like the fact that Ed's ago.
0: Before we get down to earth, they have you know uh, Jets telling them about the hacker Radical Edward, and Spike's like, Nah, not interested.
2: Well, they don't even know. Um, it's called Radical Edward.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, we don't get that until months later. Really.
0: Yeah. uh, Is that not this episode? That's this episode.
2: No, they they get the, um, what's it called? Whenever they're uh, trying to find out information about Radical Edward. Right, right, okay. That's when they figure out it's it's Edward and she's radical.
0: The reason, the main reason I bring up that conversation, though, is Faye puts everyone watching the show on blast. Saying hackers are usually.
2: Oh, otaku. Yeah.
0: Loser otaku, greasy otaku's, or whatever.
2: Yeah, I have that down. Nice. This is hilarious.
0: Oh, we forgot to uh, talk
2: about uh, Jet uh, bonsai tree scene. Jet still has his bonsai tree.
1: Great scene. Honestly, I forgot about that completely. <laughs> I also forgot
0: he had a bonsai tree skill.
1: <laughs> I I just like the fact he
0: still
2: he still has his bonsai tree. He's not gonna get rid of it. Yeah. Hey, they they could have just one one scene and that's all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the fact that he still has his bonsai tree just proves to you what Jet is. He just wants to be a calm guy.
0: I should really get a bonsai tree. <laughs> yeah, get, that seems wise. You should do that. <laughs> I support it. Yeah. Um. Then we get down to Earth. Start
2: looking for Ed. Oh, uh, we've got to mention, the Earth has um, fucking meteor showers, like, every fucking time. And it gets blown up by meteors because the news report was wrong about the meteor showers.
1: You mean fake news? Wow. <laughs> I'll be over here. me.
2: Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, did you mean the media lied?
0: <laughs> no, the weather people were wrong. That's a different joke.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, anyways, um, we got explanation of what happened to uh, there was a gate accident
0: with the same Which we Id- saw in Sympathy for the Devil.
2: Oh, okay. And uh, this is why Earth has so many fucking asteroids around it. This is actually very interesting. Oh, and uh, also uh what's it called So the bounty has been issued and Spike does not wanna go against this bounty because Hackles boring. Like all he wants to do is have fun, and hunting a hackle does not seem fun. So it's all up to Faye and Jet to uh,
0: figure out who's the hackle. I wouldn't say Spike wants to have fun, but yeah, he's not interested because hackers are boring. Exactly. How? Uh, what? What? What does that mean? What do you mean he? Well. Well, how are you we'll going to disagree with me on that if it's true? <laughs> Again, I wouldn't say he's looking for fun. Really?
2: I mean, how goes a Boeing? What's the opposite of Boeing?
1: He's got you there, I- guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back to this. Oh,
1: okay. My
0: bad. <laughs> I mean, I, actually, you know what? I guess we don't have to. Spike wants to fucking die. That's true. That's why he goes after the impossible satellites. Yeah, still fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's having a blast.
2: He does go after those impossible satellites. Yeah, and guess what? Is he having fun? Does he have a smile? On Probably his face? not. I think he is actually. After we watch a scene, Bumpy saw he's smiling when he's uh... No, he goes
1: of. full. He goes full concentrate mode. But I'm sure to him that stress is fun. Mm, yeah, exactly. See, I think I mean, with me, Owens. Like, I mean, like, come on, come on. Yeah, the I mean, man, the man's got two things going for him, right? Like that, he just loves stress, and he likes putting his hands in his pockets. Thank <laughs> you. Anthony knows.
0: My kind of man. Yep. <laughs> Something I can rel- relate to. Also, also, we forgot
2: to mention this scene, but Spike is cleaning up his ship. That's a great scene.
1: He is, isn't he? Because <laughs> most of the time, to- I mean, honestly, like, I bring it up a little bit later, but most of the time, we do see, like, them, or it's just jet handling ships. Yeah. For the most part.
2: Mm, that's true. Also, um, what's called? So we get the scene where the fucking police are, are uh knocking on uh, Edward's door, and we finally, we finally get her name is Radical Edward, which is a fucking fantastic, like username. Like Radical Edward is fantastic. But guess what? I forget Radical is a fucking word. It has not been used since the fucking nineties. And how fucking great is that word? <laughs> fucking radical, radical is so radical, great.
1: No? Exactly. It's such a radical. You can use...
0: See, people use rad, but they don't use radical.
2: Yeah, that doesn't sound stupid, Owens. Everything you just said in your mouth is stupid. Rad is dumb. Radical, fantastic.
0: No, you're not allowed to say radical unless you are actively on a surf and or skateboard.
1: Mm-hmm. Or describing uh, religious groups. <laughs> that too. <laughs> or governments. The extremists are so radical... <laughs> That crew, that coup was radical, bruh. <laughs> that coup. All right, so let me get this straight. I may be skipping ahead here, but I just want to clarify. So there's a satellite, right? Mm hmm. And it made hieroglyphics. Mm hmm. Because it was bored and it's sad. Lonely. Yeah, lonely. And then everyone thought it was Ed. So Ed just like went super hacker into the satellite and just started talking to it yep and then it turns out it was a spy satellite disguised as a weather satellite yes okay so i got all that right but somehow i'm still a little confused
0: (laughs) what are you confused about
1: just in general i mean I, i don't know i just like the satellite's having emotions probably I mean, AI
0: and emotions is a complicated thing, but yeah, I know. You just kind of have to take it at face value here.
1: There's like three seasons of Westworld trying to explain it to me as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that.
1: (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's okay. So I understood everything. And I didn't like, dislike the episode. I was just, I didn't know if what they wanted from me to just like nod and agree, like, yeah, satellites are lonely, or if they wanted me to be like, uh, what the fuck? Satellite's lonely? Or if they wanted me to just go along like that's the new norm. You know what I mean? Um
0: so from the way I see it, for one, I think this is probably one of the most straightforward episodes in the series in terms of like actual content. Um and I think they probably do just want you to like nod your head and be like, Okay, satellite's lonely, sure. Um, gotcha. And I think it's more to kind of plant the seed. Or the mo- start planting the motif of loneliness.
1: Oh yeah, everyone's going to become
0: pretty prevalent. Yeah.
1: Everybody in this goddamn series is lonely. Like we don't yeah. we don't know Faye yet, but it looks like everyone else. You've seen them. I'm just saying, Faye's uh, backstory
2: not going to hype it up so much is one of the best backstories in the entire
1: group. Actually, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, how the fuck do you not think Faye is lonely at this point? <laughs>
1: Because every time you see her, she's like, let's go get the bounty.
0: Yeah, but then she runs off. and well, Also, that's... she just kind of joined these random guys who almost turned her into the police. Because clearly she's got so much else going on in her life.
1: But, like, that's not lonely. Eh.
0: You well, know what I mean? Okay, you know what? Th- this is... This will all come up in Jupiter Jazz.
1: Okay, yeah. Because I know, like... And I'm also getting a little bit ahead because I've also seen the Jet episode. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm
1: which is probably going to be brought up later. but And we've yeah. also seen Spike go lon- loner mode. Like, that's lonely. Yes. What she's doing is just progressing the storyline.
2: <laughs> well, I think, I to me, I think Spike is... Spike is part of the loneliest one in the group, but Faye's, like, a close force one, too. I think Jet's, like, okay, and I think... Well, Ed's completely fine. Ed is a... Sp- is crazy, and she's great. And Ayn, I mean, come on, dogs love their masters, so we can do.
0: Yeah, Ayn's probably fine. I don't necessarily agree with any of the other stuff, but Ed is for much later, and <laughs> we can get into Jet and Spike and, uh, and Faye in Jupiter Jazz, I think.
2: Oh, anyway, so since I wasn't here because my internet is crappy, um, so we... I forgot to We forgot to talk about Ed is, like, stupid smart. The She hacked the fucking police, like, cars whenever the police comes in. Like which it is, was nothing. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. And right afterwards, she hacks the bebop to figure out what they're, they're for. And then also, when she hacks it, fucking Ein, being the best guard dog in the world, figure out that the bebop is getting hacked. And since Ein can't talk... I can't do nothing about it. Them damn data dogs,
0: man. Exactly. Yeah, fucking useless it's ass a blessing dog. and a curse. Hold on <laughs> Oh my a god,
2: stop! Stop! Hold on a you second. We're not doing this fucking heel thing again, okay? You son and, of a bitch. <laughs> and, anyways, that's my tidbit. Sorry, I could not talk about it. because of my internet, but I don't know where we're at. But we can go back um, to where we
0: I just want to call out the music while they're looking for Ed is fantastic, and they're hearing all the rumors oh about my... who Ed is.
2: That is one of the best scenes in this episode is just, uh, is Jet and Faye The montage of
1: finding things out. Yeah, yeah, it's so good.
2: Like, I actually love that scene and how fucking crazy Ed is, and no one knows what Ed does. Like, no one knows nothing about Ed that sees a computer hackle. They they think she's I don't know what you call it. Fantastic. I don't know what to Well, word I, what Yeah, that no
0: one knows what Ed is. Yeah, exactly. They like she's an alien, she's six she's like an eight foot tall basketball player, <laughs> she's gay for some reason.
1: <laughs> Ed is fantastic. It's just this little girl. Yep. Uh next thing I got on the list is uh the thing the only three things that uh Spike hates. Oh, yeah, that's wow, like the very end. Which in the end. <laughs>
0: which, um, honestly, I don't have much more either. I mean, there's. I just wrote Pyokos down because I like those weird space peeps.
1: Oh, yeah. The, the satellite battle is pretty fun.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, the satellite battle, I think, is great, especially since there's no music.
1: So good. On that one? I can't tell if you're yeah. being sarcastic.
0: No, yeah, there's no music on that one.
1: Which I think
0: gives it a little more. Weight to the fact that you know, Spike is he's doing this because, like, oh, dude, this is impossible. How are you gonna dodge a million super intelligent
1: satellite lasers? Hold my beer and I'll show you.
0: Oh, <laughs> <Well, laughs> so yeah.
1: good!
2: But we forget one important fact though, they figured out that the satellite, um, what's called is doing this, so they have to go, they have to go and uh, download the satellite or destroy it or whatever it is, and um. In order for them to get this information, uh, what's it called Ed asks for a favor for Faye. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they I mean, snuck yeah, that one get, in there. Yeah, you guys forgot all about that. And I love this favor. Because Faye's like, Oh yeah, whatever. We don't yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah and whatever yeah, it is. we do yeah, we 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 um let's go, we don't care, we just want the bounty, whatever. Like we'll do your favor, whatever. <laughs> and then we get the whole satellite thing like we were talking about like I said, I went to talk about a fucking favor because favor was hilarious. And they, <laughs> and they get the satellite. And Ed re um, downloads the satellite to a whole computer, I guess. The Bebop crew is leaving. Like, they stayed up, leaving Ed. Like, Ed is fucking walking out in the fucking outside. See, see once again, said the Bebop crew. And Faye's like, come on, let's just go, let's just go. And, F- and Ed's like, what about the favor? And then she hacks the Bebop crew, which is the funniest <laughs> shit ever.
1: Bring that ass back here, boy. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and what was the whole thing? She's like, eh, eh. Like, fucking just a kid controlling a fucking RC car. But this is oh, like a yeah. fucking Bebop yeah. I forgot about, about that, ship. too, because so he wrecked good. the RC car earlier, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that
1: was pretty funny. <laughs> it
2: just tells you how strong, uh, not how strong, but how smart Ed is. Like, see, she is such a smart character. Even At though least it sees, when it comes
0: to hacking. Yeah, he's just wacky. Which I guess, uh, for context, Ed is supposed to be like 13, I believe.
2: Yeah. Also, we forgot about the uh, uh, what's it called. So, one of my other favorite scenes was I completely forgot about. Uh, so when they go up into space, and um, and Jet tells Spikes not to use the missiles because uh, it costs too much money to replace the missiles. And and uh, Spike has to use the missiles, and he uses the missiles, and the missiles just went everywhere. And he's like, "Fuck, that was the that was the cheap missiles, and they don't work." It's the funniest shit ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. How is there anything else? Um, I, got
0: down? I like that they turn in the bounty satellite, and the dudes are like, "Oh, sorry, it's not a person. Can't pay you." Yeah, fuck you guys. Like
2: this thing mm. that has been terrorizing you guys for yeah, how they long? They got they got fucked. Yeah, I did. I would have sued a fucking court for that.
0: But then uh yeah, then we get to Anthony's point of
2: Yep. <laughs> we three finally things got to things like, I got hate He's
0: like, jet, what are the three things I hate? <laughs> Kids, animals, and women's with attitudes. <laughs> Because he says something different in the translation, but I think I like the English ver- version better. If that's what it is, gotcha. Basically, he said he said he hates kids, he hates pets, and he hates women with bad attitudes.
1: Yep. So, so he's like, great. so tell me why all three of those are on my <laughs> ship? <laughs> and then I know you guys love that quote, but I love the one that comes a little bit after that even better. What's that? As they're flying away, <laughs> and Jet says, "Nothing good ever comes from Earth." <laughs> oh, so good too. I love that's that fantastic. one.
0: Also, there's a face on North America as they're flying away.
1: Is there really? Yeah, it's like a little
0: happy face. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I will say is, though, is Spike is full of shit because he gave Ein one of those piokos. What's a Pyoko? So, the weird little space chicken egg or the chicken chocolate things. Oh, okay. That one's over my head.
2: Oh, um. so something I have to... um. Oh, we're forgetting a line at the very end. Do you guys know what the line is? I don't.
1: Uh, Face says, "Oh, you're a girl." Oh, at the very, yeah, because there's no reference to gender until the end. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. With so, uh, so Anthony, did you know
2: that Ed was a girl or a boy? Like at the very beginning, like. Oh the-
1: no! I was playing my uh, old game where I play when I play Final Fantasies, where I, it's you know, girl or guy. <laughs> I had no idea. I actually assumed it was uh, a guy. Oh, really? You thought Ed was a guy? Yeah, and then when she said, uh, oh, you're a girl, and I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense too.
2: I, I'm just saying, uh, What's this is like one of the biggest thing I don't know, in, in Japanese society or animes, but they usually, like, a lot of animes usually has a character that's... I, it's not gender fluid, right? It's something else, right? Well it could be a guy or it could be a girl. And you only know the by ambiguous yeah, androgynous. Yeah. That one, androgynous. Well it's like you don't know if it's a guy or a girl until until the fucking the show tells you if it's a guy or a girl. Uh, the, there's a show that I like it's called Baca and Test. And basically the premise is uh is just these uh students that they're in a classroom, and uh, they're the worst students ever, like, they have really bad test scores, and they have little little avatars, and the avatars are, um, let's go, the avatars are as strong as their test scores, and there's a, there's a character in there that's that's, uh, that looks like a girl, but he's a guy, and, uh, they always, like, make references, like, he always is, like, whenever his avatar transforms, it's always, like, the Sailor Moon thing, even though he's a guy, like, he does all, like, feminine, like, transformations is hilarious. What's funny, though, is he has a twin sister, and the twin sister looks exactly like them. So, they have both of both worlds. It's just hilarious. Buck and test you guys. Watch that. Anyways, uh, (laughs) out of that tangent, you guys, we can head to the next episode. I'm doing finger
0: guns, even though guns are not a thing. Moving on to session 10, then. Ganymede Elegy, written by Akihiko Inari. This is uh the first of Anthony's boy Jets episodes. Yes, sir. Um, I think I ended up liking this one a lot more this time around than I usually did.
2: I think this one's okay. I I'm just not gonna lie to you guys, since you guys are a fantastic audience. These three episodes are actually like the bottom tier for me and Piccadilly Bop. But I have to admit, this episode's actually not awful. I just feel sorry for Jed.
1: Oh, I was rubbing my hands and licking my lips. I was ready for his little loner <laughs> depression <laughs> shit. I was ready. Boy. So
0: tell me, was it just me or, and I guess it definitely makes more sense at the end, but from, even from like the very beginning, this episode had like a really weird energy to it, if that makes any sense. Not like energetic, but like it was, it was giving off strange vibes. To me, <laughs> it
1: um, it I, I think I can. It's, it's going to be hard to explain, but I understand what you're talking about. It's uh, I instantly knew it, it, it was going to be about a girl.
2: I mean, the very mm. beginning of it, it's fucking um, it's fucking jet monolog monologuing of like what has happened to him in the past. Like, it feels like noir, but really sad noir. If oh, this was yeah.
1: definitely noir. Yeah. Oh, this is noir this as hell. absolutely fucking like they did inner like, monologues like three different times at least that I think I have counted.
2: Well, I'm just saying like to me Cowboy Bebop has always been a fun fucking show, but like Jet's stories are always like the weirdest part about like the season of Cowboy Bebop because like it takes like a hard left turn because it's like really sad noir. Like Spike's story is a sad noir too, but Spike Spike, you know what I'm saying? He's fucking awesome. And then you get to scene, you're like, oh, yeah, like, Jets Noir, like, his story is sad. Faye's <laughs> is not bad. <laughs>
1: we'll come back to that one.
2: It's not as there. sad as Jets. It's just fucked up what happened to Faye.
1: <laughs> well, I don't even really
2: think... Spoiler. It's not I mean, spoilable. There might be more. think Anthony hasn't seen it yet.
1: There, there might yeah. be more to Jets' story, but this one wasn't very... It wasn't, like, looking back on it, it's not that sad what happened.
0: No, I don't think so. It's just a so.
1: lot of emotions at once. Yes. So, like, his, yeah, I mean, without, I mean, I don't know if we can scene by seeing this one, because there's just a lot to talk about. Just his whole, like, the whole time, in this whole thing, it was, without asking for it, all he wanted was closure.
2: Yes, which is actually awesome. Like, I like that.
1: Yeah, he didn't really, like... He didn't beg for it. He didn't even ask her outright for it. Yeah. He just wanted it. And it wasn't even felt like he was entitled to it. He was just there, kinda of hoping to get it. Yeah. Because like, you know, when in Rome, go down there and talk to your ex girlfriend.
0: Um, so I I definitely think it is that, but I think there is another side to it, which um we get for well, for one, there's this um permeating theme of being stuck in the past throughout the entire show. And this is Jet's version of that. And it's not, I think, just because he's looking for closure. Um, but the whole, like, cop chase
1: thing? Like, theme to being stuck in the past because he was a cop? Ah, uh, Because they brought that yeah, up de- definitely obviously. part of that. I mean,
0: all the characters have things, multiple things from their past that are preventing them from moving forward in their lives to different degrees and to different effects. Um, this one, I think, is, in a way, a little... Less messy than especially what Spike has going on. But I still don't think it's necessarily that Jet is just like, hey, I just want to know what happened and I'm good, you know? There's also the line, like, right towards the beginning where uh, the other cop calls Jet the black dog that doesn't let go.
2: Fucking, I love that. His, oh, his yeah, fucking yeah. nickname is the fucking black dog. Van well, his name is Jet Black. <laughs>
0: What? His name's Jet Black.
2: That's his name. Yeah. Okay, you Black Dog that. is not a good name, then. Okay.
1: <laughs> Cancel that. Cancel that. Why Cut you it out. The Black Dog. That. Cancel, hey, Cowboy. Black. Yeah. Cancel Cowboy. Cancel Cowboy <laughs> Um,
0: but I think that is that um permeates pretty much all parts of Jet's life where he has trouble letting go of anything and not just in a lack of information way like i think if he had gone down there and alisa was like yeah i'll take you back i think he would have been like fucking yeah let's do it Mm -hmm. i i don't think he would have been like no just tell me what happened and i'm out makes sense so i mean i again i don't think you're wrong that it's closure but i think there's a little more to it than that
1: like the whole stuck in the past theme,
0: yeah. Which and you know there will be more for Jet coming forward, but sure or going forward.
1: All right. Well, I do want to bring it back now that we've already discussed the main theme of or the main themes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, we open up to them uh, <laughs> successfully. Had already captured a bounty. <sighs>
2: Oh my gosh, you're talking about the best scene in this episode. And which I love. Ein
1: shouldn't be fucking protecting anybody. <laughs> no, Ein is the best guard dog no, ever. He's not. He's discovering. Have you seen and how Ed big of an ass Ein
2: has? It's so great. I love Ein. I is I'm a great dog. A
1: he is a shit guard dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Literally, no. my first note is best dog, showing why
1: he's the best dog, because he's guarding. Hell, something yeah? similar, and then my next note is Ed is a goddamn maniac. <laughs> <She's> a- <laughs> my Ed note is just weird. Ed bites a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh Ed my goes god, in, so bro good.
1: That was a really fun scene. Oh, it's so good. Man, it's kind and of it's- uh, having that comedic relief early, like that's pretty good yeah i fucking love it uh, yeah i
0: wonder if that's why like they got to this episode and we're like hold on <laughs> we need a character that is gonna lighten things up a little bit exactly so this is the
2: second bounty we have gotten in mm-hmm. <laughs> in the cowboy bebop like we are, we're up to episode nine and this is the second one we've seen that they successfully has gotten
1: uh excuse me we're up to session nine
2: Oh, session 10. I'm sorry. 10, You're wrong, Anthony.
1: Yeah. Session. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I also have a heart between Ed and I. <laughs> yeah, and uh, plus Ed Ein and Ein heart.
0: becomes a beautiful friendship. Yeah.
1: LOL, Spike has to work on his own ship. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like that scene. <laughs> when Jet's out doing his own thing, and <laughs> you just come to Spike, who's like, Fuck, how do you turn wrenches? I don't even remember. <laughs> it like almost falls off. It's just, I kind of enjoyed that. I actually
0: somehow don't even remember that.
1: Because I'm pretty sure she uh, phase out tanning, right? Uh-huh. Oh, that's why I wrote down my skin. <laughs> what? Because she talks about her fucking skin. She's like, a girl's got to treat herself and make sure her skin's sick, like this, this, and it's all for not. She didn't say all for not, but that was what she was saying, would not it?
0: Yeah, she says, like, oh, keeping yourself young is a is futile, basically. Yeah.
1: Which I kind of, I like, for how, like, much she can be, I did like that line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that from her. It was a little bit of just a realism. It seems like she was trying to maybe slightly reach out to Ed, since they're both women but, like, not enough Uh, to make it seem obvious at all.
0: That's something I never considered. That's a dynamic I might have to look at going forward.
2: Well, Faye's and Ed's relationship. Being the two women
1: of the ship. And, I mean, off the bat, like, Faye doesn't, I mean, she knows that Ed's, like, crazy bounce off the wall, but you never know. They might, she might, you know, that's a girl, girlfriends. I don't know. Also,
0: uh, I'm sorry, I have to uh, pull it back to session nine real quick. Because you just reminded me that actually during when they're talking about going after Ed, there is a reference to Faye's age, where she's basically like, you can't tell how old someone is by looking at them. Oh, she says that? Or something like that, yeah. She's arguing with Jet about something and basically says like, yeah, you have no fucking clue how old someone is just by looking at them.
2: I'm I'm Mm -hmm. glad we're going back to session nine for that one tidbit. Well, that's an important note. Good, good job, Orange. My best host <laughs> that's what ever. I'm here for. <laughs> you keep that in, Anthony. No, Just keep it. everything like that.
1: Don't don't cut it out or
2: anything like that.
1: We if keep you it guys this think that you can. can be a better host, please send us a resume at my first anime Twitter.
0: Please. <laughs> then, then I don't have to be host anymore and we can kick one of you people off.
1: Alright, so moving right along. I hate Elise. Is her name Elise in the English version? I think so. It's something similar.
0: Alright, well I'll be saying Elisa, so it gets confusing.
1: (laughs) Well, we can use Elisa. That's why. I mean, that could just be me being uh, an idiot.
0: Uh, I mean, it's possible that they translated it as Elise. That wouldn't be strange at all. Yeah, I don't Um, know. I just,
1: I didn't, I don't think I could have missed it. They didn't really go over completely why they broke up, right?
0: Uh, they did pretty explicitly.
1: Oh, fuck me. What was it?
0: Um, so it's pretty much the very end of the episode. Um she said she's talking to Jet and says, like, yeah, I was with you and you always were deciding things. Oh yeah, you never mind. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it wasn't even like in a way that like, Oh, Jet, you're super controlling. It was like you're always you were always right. Like yeah. <laughs> I was happy and comfortable, but I wanted to get out there and screw up on my own. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember now. I don't know why I just brain farted all that out. Because he was like always like, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. And the fact that, not just the controlling part, but the fact that he was always right too. Like she couldn't make her own mistakes. She wanted to live her life, but couldn't.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I don't think, I didn't get the impression that he was preventing her from doing it. It was more like she would you know, go to make a mistake and he'd be like, hey, that's a mistake. And she'd be like, shit, you're right. Rather than you know actually doing it and getting to experience it,
2: yeah, I I don't know I like I said you guys know what kind of man I want I want a guy who who protects me <laughs> who who makes it where I don't have to choose decisions so I don't understand this woman like I I understand where she's coming from like what's God she she wants to live life like how she wants to live but like just saying she got herself into debt and. Hitman, i am trying to call. Not fantastic. You're not doing well by yourself because apparently you can't do shit for your own self. Maybe you need a guy like Jet. Just saying. There's a little
1: bit more to that story. Yeah, you can say you can cut it up and cheese and. They couldn't pay, so the boyfriend killed the loan shark, and now. Yeah, boyfriend. but she's the one that. Yeah. Well, but yeah, the loan she's the one yeah. that did
2: it. It wasn't
1: him. Sure. And also, it was self-defense.
2: Like, come on, the guy was had a gun and. You managed to kill the loan Shark guy. I mean, fuck that loan Shark guy. Why would you bring a gun? You bring a bat because you can beat them up, and you still get, to get the money. Why would you bring a gun? It makes no goddamn sense. I don't know what this loan Shark is thinking. Like, stupidest idea ever. <laughs> Wait, what? Fuck this loan Shark guy. Like, he's always an asshole.
0: Why would he bring a gun?
1: Bro, nah, stay strapped. Not in a
0: world where everyone knows fucking country, apparently. <laughs> Like in this world. <laughs> also, one of the most powerful dudes is just out there with a sword. Yeah, that's only uh, true. Yeah, that's
2: true. This fight, but um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, like like I said, all I want is a guy that chooses the des- des- decisions for me, and I can live a happy life. So I don't understand this woman's reasoning. Also, the way they see left Jet, awful thing. Well, you ever. can't have my jet. You cannot. You don't leave a guy with a fucking note like. What are you thinking, woman? Like She might as well have sent a fucking text. Yeah, I know, really. Ghosting? You know how awful ghosting is, people? It's awful. Yes. I mean, hey,
0: she gave him that watch.
2: Fuck that watch. You better give me a fucking... (laughs) You better tell me what the fuck I did. Hey, you was too controlling. Okay. I'd be less controlling. At the end of
1: the episode,
2: I was almost screaming. Just
1: throw it. (laughs) Throw it. (laughs) it.
2: I know this is not a good take on this part, but it's me. And everybody has opinions. So, yeah. I don't understand where this woman's coming from. Because all I want is a man that controls me. <laughs> okay,
0: let's get back to this I totally episode. Get her. I th- I think she makes perfect <laughs> sense. I understand that. There. <laughs> You're also an hate So, I don't know... Where, where did I trust you at? Well, maybe if Ayn did one useful thing He was ever. a good guard dog against the second bounty hunter guy. We already discussed that. Not. Yes, he did. He, he alerted Ed,
1: and Ed bit him. Ed was just <laughs> hanging out with the vets. Listen, we can ignore everything up until this episode, and Ayn's still one of the best characters for just playing with Ed the way that they did yeah. at the beginning of the episode. No, I, I do like Ayn. Very much. Okay, let's let's get back to. <laughs> I'm gonna let be. Let's be clear. <laughs> I'm gonna start I'm every anti-Ein. episode with a disclaimer saying, just to be clear. <laughs> um, let- Chris likes I
0: Just a, uh, the quick note on the watch. Um, the watch is broken, right? Yes. He waited. Yeah. He so waited that's for just another like, oh, time left. standing still thing.
2: Okay, so where we are in the episode? Because you guys completely broke out
0: uh we haven't been doing scene
2: by scene yeah this, this
1: is one. pretty crazy but um i mean the other thing i'm i that have is they had two bounties in one episode oh yeah. that is right. like, what the fuck this yeah. is a third bounty oh my gosh you blew my mind anthony you're completely yeah they right. just had they they turned in the first bounty and got the, i think eight hundred thousand, and then they got this guy and it just happens to be that everyone got like the self-defense stuff so no one really got hurt and they still got paid
0: I quickly want to talk about the boat chase. For one this episode in general used like really minimalist music. Yes, it's which very is noir. A big change and pretty nice. Um But dude Well for uh, for one it's a I I think a nice show of respect between Spike and Jet when Jet shows up and is like, "Yo, let me take this." And Spike's like, "All right," and takes off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. That is a nice one. Yeah.
0: But the music during the boat chase is fucking Kiss from a Rose.
1: Yeah. Wow. Like What? Yeah, I remember hearing like they used, uh, I think, two songs that were pretty popular in that in this one. It was a cover name. of it. <clears throat> yeah, it was definitely a cover, though. But
0: I heard it and I was like, why is this so familiar? I just kept yeah. replaying it in my head. I'm like, this is goddamn that's, Kiss from that's a fucking Rose seal right there, homie. <laughs> oh, also something I would like to bring
2: up it- um, what's called? You don't borrow money that you don't have. Remember that, you guys. Tad bit for everybody.
1: But how am I going to get a house?
2: <laughs> that is true. Maybe don't get it from
0: loan sharks. Other tidbit. that but I their rates are <laughs> No, they are not, sir.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, but they don't require you to fill out all a bunch of paperwork. They just give you That's the money. True, yeah, but cool. I mean, their
1: APR needs to come down a little bit.
0: Look, I got two kneecaps. I don't need both of them. <laughs> There's one thing I have to bring bring out
2: though, so Jet throws a watch in the fucking water. This guy's a fucking literal. Can you believe that? He's a what? literal. He he littles in fucking public. He can't he can't find a fucking trash can to throw the watch. He throws it in the fucking water. You guys, we already have so much fucking trash in the ocean. We don't need more trash. We don't need your fucking watch trash in it the ocean, Jet.
0: Yeah, but they were on Ganymede.
2: It's oh fine. fuck it wasn't you. On Earth. <laughs> it was not no one
1: cares about Ganymede,
0: <laughs> okay, anyways, uh you go back to your point owens no I, I i it's just someone said time is flowing along, which you know follows or falls into the pretty pervasive water metaphors that go through the entire series, and also this is I think probably the first time we really see one of the characters get unstuck,
2: oh yeah, you talking about jet,
0: yeah. Because Jet actually reconciled something from his past and is able to move forward. I mean, Spike had his clash with Vicious back in Ballad of Fallen Angels, but he didn't resolve anything.
2: No, he did not. Vicious
0: is still out there. No, Spike's still out there. What are you talking?
2: Vicious is dead. He died from the grenade blast, you guys.
0: Yeah, dude. First rule of uh, nah. everything. When the main villain uh, dies off screen, they're certainly dead.
2: Thank you. Yes. That, that's what <laughs> we like to discuss. We don't want to spoil it for Anthony, who never seen the show. Orange. Vicious
0: is Anthony, dead. did you think Vicious was dead? Hell no. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my
2: God. You're just spoiling everything for Anthony.
0: No, literally zero people watched that episode <laughs> and thought Vicious was dead. I thought Vicious was dead. In the history dead. of humanity. If that person exists, send me an email. I mean, I mean,
2: this is my third watching of this series. This has been a fantastic third watching, you guys. Cowboy Bob's still my favorite anime of all time. Um, And my third watching... After that grenade blew um, blew up Vicious, I'm like, oh yeah, Vicious died over here. I wonder what the whole season was about.
0: Well, you're dumb as fuck, <laughs> so that. <tracks.
2: laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you like some uh, trivia about this episode, Owens? Before we if head it's out. That's good. Uh, what's called? So supposedly, Black Dog Jet's nickname is a Led Zeppelin song with the mm. same name.
0: Yep, I knew that. Um. I used to really like that song, actually. Um, the the
2: bounty head from the beginning of the session is um, is the first names or the last names? Your last names of the Chips people, John Baker and Francis pencho Whoa, whoa! I never watched Chips, you guys. Me either. And then uh, Mister Peanut, the mascot for Plantos, makes an appearance <laughs> in the fin- in the drinking board. I forgot about the drinking board. I forgot about the drinking board. Drinking oh, board, it's fantastic. I love it. I wish I had one. I probably can get one after Amazon, but after this episode, I'm going to completely forget about forget about it.
0: So two points. One, I did have Mister Peanut written down, but I didn't find a good way to shoehorn him into the conversation because it's literally just, it would have just been me go Mister Peanut and that was it. You know, Mister Peanut um, died, right? Yeah. Okay, go on. Good riddance. The other thing is actually the cinematography in this episode which I thought about a lot, but for some reason never wrote anywhere. Um, especially when Jet is talking to Elisa in the bar, the like really sharp, clo- the really sharp cuts. And the there's a lot of close-ups and repeated shots. There's a lot of just lingering quiet shots. It's it- It's a really, what's the word I'm looking for? cinematic for for an episode with almost or not almost no but very little music compared to the rest of the series it's a very rhythmic episode all the like melody and energy feels like it's in the way they frame the shots and do like cut the camera around rather than using the music to dictate Um, The energy of a scene. But that's that. That's what I got on that. Okay.
2: This is Anthony's favorite episode on Toys in the Attic. Session session
0: 11. I'm sorry, are you the host? (laughs) Who's the host? I thought I was the host.
2: Oh, I thought I had to do your job because you wasn't doing a great job about it. I was making
0: a very good point about (laughs) cinematography. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we'll move on to session 11, Toys in the Attic, another uh, Michiko Yokote written episode. And obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but the title is an Aerosmith song. Second Aerosmith one, I believe. And yeah, this episode is just 20 minutes of homages to other movies, basically. (laughs) Uh, The big one being Alien, pretty clearly, I think.
2: I'm just sorry, audience members, but I never have watched Alien. I'm not a scary movie kind of guy, so
1: I did not get this. I have not seen Alien all the way through either. I think... I've seen Alien. <laughs> I'll take Six. this one. All right, so we're on session eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, go ahead, you host. It. Yeah. Uh, honestly, at first when I was watching this, I was like, I'm not gonna have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's there's it's. I think this is maybe the most filler episode. Hey, uh, host, can you let Anthony talk, please? Anthony, can you please go no. on? Yeah, go ahead, Anthony. No,
1: it's really a like, like, I mean, I do have, I, I wound up getting some, like, tidbits to talk about, but especially since this one, the like, the most fresh on my mind, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, there wasn't, it just, like, a filler, it's definitely a filler, felt like a filler. Like, I'm pretty sure the whole premise of, like, where these things came from, they literally made it up in the episode from like a flashback that happened you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it wasn't like they picked up the fridge in episode one so like it just it didn't seem like there was a lot leading up to this episode there wasn't a lot like i I don't know unless this like unless something happens with ed after he fucking ate the fucking pudding (laughs) like i think
0: huh lobster
1: lobster sorry yeah pudding lobster whatever it is Um, i mean let's let's, first of all let's let's just let's just be real jet had to go first right for this episode to work why because if it wasn't it would have been a three-minute episode he would have figured it out yeah maybe (laughs) i don't know but it was spike's secret lobster Oh my god. Can we just.? They may not have figured out where it came from, but he would have had it solved. Can we discuss why the fuck would Spike hide
2: lobster away from Jet? Because (laughs) Because it was was only those two people in the ship. And and Spike's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wake up, sell my fucking lobster. Remember, hey, you guys, hey, audience members, remember, sharing is caring. Okay? They don't care about your yeah, PSA, but if you get a Sal, real lobster
0: in space, bro, you keep that shit for you. Oh,
2: fuck you. Uh, hey, if I had a fucking great-ass lobster, I'd share it with you,
0: Owens. And I'd share it with you, Anthony. Because remember, sharing is caring. <clears throat> Although, actually, you know, it's pretty funny that you say Jet would have figured that out. But this episode basically opens with Faye
1: swindling literally everything that jet owns
2: (laughs) it's the funniest thing ever so maybe he's not
1: that smart i didn't understand that because like earlier in the season or episode i think he did that on purpose i really do
0: he just wanted to get naked
1: yeah (laughs) like well because he was the one that was winning the most at the casino he knows some shit
0: yeah but Faye cheats
1: Sure, but he knows... She, well, actually, it's not guaranteed that he knows she cheats. Oh. I can't imagine <laughs> that they don't know, but, like, even Faye keeps losing at the casinos when she gets her fucking paycheck. I don't understand how, like,
2: I what Owen say, is saying is perfectly reasonable. Like, Jet's, like, a fucking police cop. He knows, he knows Faye's a con artist. Why the fuck is he getting his uh, clothes stolen away from Faye? Like, is this just for fun? Also, I would like to admit, uh, Jet takes all his clothes off. Not afraid of his body.
0: That's a plus side for Jet. Maybe I like Jet more. Um, so, also, Star Trek reference right at the beginning with the captain's log. Yeah. The first, we get Jet narrating as stuff is happening. And we get yeah. lesson one. You got all the lesson lessons? Lesson one. Which is something to the effect of... Basically, you have to keep learning your responsibilities over and over again because you're going to keep forgetting.
1: <laughs> okay. Honestly, I didn't pay any attention to any of the lists. Okay, so.
0: <laughs> those are the only things that might matter in later episodes. So, I have the wiki up.
2: Lesson one. Humans were meant to walk and sweat to earn a living. Those who try to get rich quick or live at the expense of others all get divine. Rep- well, I don't know why I'm doing this. Repetive in. Nope, that's not how you said I would. Somewhere along the line, that's the lesson. Unfortunately, we quickly forget the lessons we've learned, and then we have to learn them all over again. Uh, Jet Black. That's uh Yeah, so, called? you know, yeah.
0: basically he's saying, you know, he's saying karma. And hey, don't forget karma.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds more fantastic coming from your mouth than what Jet said. It's called
0: paraphrasing (laughs) okay (laughs) it's an art and you'll get it someday i'm sure but i mean to be fair the way jet says it is pretty convoluted i think um oh fuck you dude just
2: not afraid of his body are you afraid of your body terrified okay 100 (laughs) percent.
1: we all can agree too if you
0: saw it (laughs) i'm very much afraid of
1: chris's body
0: (laughs) fucking better be dude I'm fucking jacked.
2: <laughs> That's even funnier. Then as far kind of nothing happens for a bit. Oh well, we got we get the scene where Spike blow torches food like a fucking boss. Oh yeah. Can we not I guess there is that. Why do we keep forgetting about how awesome Spike is, you guys? Why do I have because to because we know it you're
1: going to remind us
2: so we don't have to say it. <laughs> Fuck you. Maybe you guys did your job correctly. Um uh-huh. And then we get we do get a scene with Ein. Um, what's called? Ein dreams of food because I think he's. Was it Ein or Ed? It was Ed. I was. T- I knew that's oh, the yeah. yeah, Ed dreams of yeah, food. No, this is yeah. funny. Also, Ein's. Uh, Ein knows those also around. Ein knows what's up. Great dog, God damn day dog. God dog. Yes, he is.
0: Mm-hmm. I got more to say on Ein's effectiveness later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so so Jet's the first to go.
0: Uh-huh. Before we do get Jet, though, uh, we get Faye's lesson, actually. She does a bit of narration, gives her lesson, which is basically, like, the only one you can trust is yourself.
2: Checks out. <clears throat> lesson two. Survival of the fittest is the laws of nature. We deceive, or we are deceived. Thus, we flourish, or oh, perish. Nothing good ever happened to me when I trusted others. That is the lesson.
0: Faye Valentine. Uh Jet is the first to go. Gets bit by something. We lose him pretty shortly afterwards. Faye also gets bit. Well, um, what's called? We we get to see the storage
2: of um I think he has to get blink lift from storage, and we also get to see the fridge.
1: Where's that fridge doing here for shadowing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I don't have much to talk about when Jet gets bit, but I do got a little bit to talk about when Faye gets bit. Yeah, yeah. She might as well pull out a fucking, like, Shakespearean skull for her goddamn monologue. <laughs> so oh, where art thou, death? Take me now, this turmoil. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Jet just gets bit and then goes to a couch. Oh! Which we forgot! Spikey... Spikey. Spike
2: believes in, um... <laughs> In Eastern medicine. Like, he's giving Jet all these things,
1: like, to eat and stuff like that. So, I, I kind of thought about that. I don't know if he necessarily, like, I think he does believe in it, but also I don't think they can afford Western medicine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, I got the impression that Spike didn't really know what he was doing. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I just like the fact that there's a side of Spike where he's, like, mystical or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He's, like... He doesn't believe in like the, I don't know what you call it,
0: but you guys know why. Yeah, I mean, I mean there, there definitely are is a lot of mysticism in this series for sure. Yeah,
2: mysticism. Um. Also, uh. So Spike was looking at all the diseases it could be, which they had a little computer for it. Ebola was a thing in 1998. Yeah. They said that. I was like, huh, Ebola. That's really interesting.
1: I caught on to that too. I was like, hmm. Yep. Spike looks actually worried. You know what I mean? I guess. I Well, like, this man, like, tackles the fucking Impossible Satellites. Uh, Just to slightly paraphrase Monkey, he's, like, just this badass motherfucker with the six-pack. Thank you. That's <laughs> just notes. to die for, dreamy boy, and yeah, so he, die this for. is the first time that I remember that he looks actually worried.
0: I mean, I would say he was a little bit worried when, uh... Roko is dying but you know that doesn't carry as much weight as this episode perhaps.
1: No exactly this episode's <laughs> the like the real as we mentioned earlier definitely not filler
0: no not at all <laughs> lots of consequences from this episode
1: but I don't know he just he just looked like I mean I caught on to it quickly like he just looks worried this episode I think it's yeah. because Jet wasn't there to actually help
0: i didn't really pay or notice that, maybe it's because like like I said, this whole thing is just an homage episode, sure i mean outside of alien, like there's John carpenter in here, there's Star trek in here, there's I think commando happens pretty shortly <laughs> um yeah so so you you you're probably hundred percent correct, but for me i I just kind of viewed this episode through the lens of like. Yeah, this is just like a goofy one-off. Yeah, so after Faye gets bit, we get Ed's lesson, which is, if you see a stranger, follow them. <laughs> which, Ed, not a good lesson. <clears throat> lesson three. Lesson, lesson.
2: If you see a stranger, follow him. Edward. Great lesson, you guys. <laughs> I fucking
0: love Ed. I forget how much I love this character. You're 13. That's not okay.
1: <laughs> you see a stranger, follow them oh that's good
0: and then guess who gets bit next Ein. because of course unfortunately and even Spike is like where are your instincts man <laughs> he did say something like that didn't he
1: yeah oh uh, you're right
0: I mean he knew something was in the walls but he couldn't tell that I was eating him got me there uh, yeah, after that we get to our commando suit up.
1: That was kind of awesome. I really enjoyed the arming montage. Yeah. What's you guys
2: know whether well, that's fun, right? Commando. Yep. Yeah. I have not seen that one. I've seen of you guys.
0: I haven't seen Commando either, but.
1: That was a pretty good montage.
0: Yes, Agreed.
1: Um, I do like the fact that he fucking tear gasses himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I was like, uh, good.
0: him trying to light his cigarette with a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah so that's, go, that's next great, note. Too. That
1: was great. He, he was like, Ugh. "Oh, He was just having a bad day. Something
2: we forgot to discuss, though. When Ein gets, uh, caught, Spike is complaining about Ein's animal instinct. Yeah, he mentioned yeah. that. <laughs> oh, you did? You yeah? okay, my bad. Well, mm.
0: oh, yeah, trust me, Orn's on it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a chance to put that dog down. Oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving that in. Give me a chance to kill that dog. There we go. That's better. And I will do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's better. To kill the dog. That sounds better.
0: Look, I got my point across. Um, Yeah, then I guess I, I don't have much more for the episode until Spike is kicking the fridge out the airlock.
2: Spike remembers there's a fucking fridge. Like, he remembers he put fucking lobster inside the fridge, which is the dumbest, like, reasoning ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I no. put in, Goo Monster is back, Fire can't kill it, <laughs> which is so bad. And then, um, and it bites
0: Spike. Did we get to lesson four yet? I I had lesson four written further up, but then I had the actual text of the lesson written further down, so I don't know where it happened. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh Spike's lesson is don't leave things in the fridge.
2: Well oh, that's that's not what he said, Owens. Uh <clears throat> lesson four. <laughs> what was the real lesson? Don't leave things in the fridge. Spike Spiegel.
0: Which uh you could tie to the greater motifs of the series if you wanted to. There
1: we fucking go.
0: <laughs> but it's probably just a one-off joke. But actually, if you consider leaving something in the fridge, like the lobster, and then it will spoil and come back to bite you. Hey, Owens, can you say that with a normal voice? Yeah, but this is my academic listen-to-me-be-smart voice.
2: Oh, I got it. You post, you're trying it doesn't to be get funny. not to use it got very you. often. <laughs> What's
1: up? He doesn't get to use his academic voice very often. Oh, okay, my bad. You yeah, keep going. I do not.
0: That's how you know I'm making a really good uh, point that I is not overblown and
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> nonsense.
2: Also, um,
0: so we get Ed eats the fucking monster.
1: She does the same line that she did earlier. And I don't remember what it was.
0: It's something like, I can't eat anymore.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, oh yeah, so we uh, what's called? We forgot to talk about. It. So Spike uh hits the autopilot for Mars, so they're heading to Mars. Right. And I think that's how the episode ends.
0: Yeah, Ed eats it. Is my final note. Well, this this is another uh, different end card where it just says the end. Oh shit! Actually, yeah, no. There's a- the um another blatant two thousand one reference where they're all floating through space. Oh okay. And that I forget what song it's playing, but I don't know the name of the song. But yeah, there's that. But then it, yeah, it's a different title card it says the end. And then um, I didn't actually watch it, but I believe the end, like the next one, is narrate like the next on is narrated by Ed as if everyone's dead.
2: Yeah, I see that in the trivia and the wiki. Uh, so yeah, supposedly everybody died, and Ed uh, makes a. Ed states that um, everybody died and sees now just starve the so-called star cow Cal- cowgirl Edward. <laughs> I didn't watch it because I don't watch those because um they ruined the
1: series. But that's funny.
0: Yeah, I-, I remember from back in the day though.
1: I might stop watching those.
0: Yeah, I think they probably spoil a lot.
1: Yeah, there's been a couple of nice things of them, but yeah. Yeah, there's some
2: that's funny and then there's some. They're kind of
1: spoily. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay,
2: some, um, some background trivia. We already talked about the Commando thing. The fucking monster is a saddle to the thing. Lobster monster, or the fridge monster, shows up in one of the episodes in Space Dandy as an homage to Cowboy B-Rock. Huh.
0: Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at ChrisRBailey or hear me play pretend on the ActualPlay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12-speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of speed energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch,
2: where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. Uh, I play single-player games and multiplayer games. Well, sometimes multiplayer games. Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey. Also, O is a zero. And my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dark photos of my dog.
1: He's a poodle. And sits you. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both SirPaperPlate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First Anime. First Anime.